It has been a minute since I've recorded a podcast episode, and today I'm going to share with you what I've been up to, where I've been, and what has been going on in this mind of mine. And before we dive in, just a little warning, we're talking about health issues. There's some TMI content in this, I swear a little bit. Just if that's not your jam, you probably don't want to listen to this episode. You're listening to The Terry Holland Show, the podcast for high-performing entrepreneurs ready to take your life and your business to the next level. And if you want to get there faster, go to terryholland.ca. Some of you have been following me for several years, and so some of you are familiar with my story. And if you're not familiar with my story, I'm going to give you a little bit of insight. I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis when I was 12 years old. I started getting symptoms when I was 10. At 12, I was fully diagnosed. Ulcerative colitis is an autoimmune disorder. It's very unpleasant. And for 23 years, it ravaged my life. It limited my decisions. It held me back in so many ways, personally and professionally. I was chronically ill. In fact, for 23 years, I was either fully in a flare-up, going into a flare-up, or just coming out of one. I was never totally healthy. And times that I would say, oh, I'm healthy, another person, if they dropped into my body, would probably say they didn't feel well that day. Uh, But that's where my baseline of health was at. Then I was introduced to this magical, wonderful world of neuro-linguistic programming, hypnotherapy, and timeline therapy. And I experienced a miraculous healing. I don't say that lightly. I remember the day that it happened. I went into a session with my coach and I had just started, I had a flare up that had just started. So I was in a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort, almost canceled the session, decided to go anyway. And a couple hours later, these were long sessions, and a couple hours later, after we had released the emotion of anger, I stood up and I felt fine. I had no pain. The bloating that was in my stomach was gone and I felt totally fine. And I remember thinking, we'll see. We'll see what happens when I get home. We'll see if this feeling lasts. And it didn't come back. I went from 23 years of chronically ill And I had not only colitis, I had colitis, but colitis stemmed into other autoimmune disorders. It's a systemic condition. So I'd also been diagnosed with chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia and arthritis and all these other inflammatory autoimmune issues that had come off of the colitis. But colitis was at the core of the problem. So I had been experiencing chronic joint pain, fatigue, exhaustion, brain fog, a whole web of symptoms, and they were just gone. For seven years, they were gone. And then about this time last year, out of the blue, I found myself having another flare-up. So I've been going through this for the past year, and I haven't wanted to talk about it because I've also had to deal with my feelings about it, my belief system about it, It has been, and pardon my language, but it has been a huge mind fuck for me. I went from 23 years of chronic illness that was debilitating and damaging in many ways to my life, to being free of it for seven years, believing 100% that I healed my body, 
to suddenly having it come back. And it's forced me to face all of my beliefs, everything I believe about myself, my identity, my ability to heal, the how healing happens, what is healing in the body. It has challenged these beliefs for me in a very deep, personal, fundamental way. And I haven't wanted to share anything about it or talk about it until I had made some sense of it for myself. So I've recently come to some new understandings that I want to share with you because I think this could help other people if you're also on a healing journey, which I I think most of us are in some way. I think that's part of the human condition. I think we are here to heal. So I want to share with you what I've found for me, and maybe it will help you in your part of healing. When my symptoms came back, it was... It was absolutely devastating because I thought I was free of it. I believed I was free of it. I was free of it for seven years. I had a normal life and suddenly it was back and it came back fast and hard and aggressively. And within two weeks, I was sent for a colonoscopy. My previous gastroenterologist had retired over those seven years. So I had a new doctor who I'm very grateful for. He's an amazing physician. And he said that my colon was so inflamed um, that he was he was going to treat me with some heavy, heavy round of medication. So I took the medication. It did its job. And I I worked on reducing my stress. I worked on my mindset. I did self-hypnosis. I did all the things that I know how to do. And I took the medication. And within about a month, it cleared up. And I thought, again, I thought, okay, that was just a blip. It was a blip. And I'm free. I'm healed. I'm saved. And I continued about my life. I had a follow-up with my doctor in, I think it was in June, July, somewhere in there. And he asked me, here's how I envisioned this, because this was a phone call session with him. So here's how I envisioned the session going. I envisioned that he would call me. He'd say, how are you doing? I would say, I'm doing great. I feel fine. All my symptoms are gone. I feel good. And he would say, that's great to hear. Continue on with life. Go on your way. And, uh, And that would be the end of it. That's not how it went. How it went was he said, how are you doing? And I said, I'm great. I feel fine now. My symptoms are all gone. And he said, that's great. So how much medication are you taking now a day? And I said, well, well, none, because I'm fine. And he said, well, you're, you're probably not fine. And that took me aback. I was like, excuse me, but I feel fine. I have no symptoms. I'm fine. And he said, um, He said, if you send me a stool sample, by the way, we're going to get into a little TMI in this, in this episode, in case you're not aware of that already. I should probably put that at the beginning of the show when I'm editing and say, TMI, we're going to talk about some personal stuff. Um, Anyway, so he had, he had requested a stool sample. I didn't do it because let's face it, they're disgusting. And... I did enough of those through my teenage years when I was being diagnosed and when my colitis was super active and aggressive. Um, I just didn't want to do it. So I did all the blood work, but I didn't do that. Uh, Thinking that somehow in my arrogance that I know more than this doctor who has devoted his career to studying the digestive system. 
that some, somehow I knew more and I, this test wasn't important. Oh, the arrogance. So he said, you didn't send in a stool sample, but I guarantee if you sent in a stool sample, it would show me that there's still high levels of inflammation in your gut and we need to get the inflammation down. And I said, but I have no symptoms. And he said, yes, and that's great that you don't have symptoms. But he said, let me tell you how this disease works. And he explained it to me in a way that no one had ever explained it to me before. He explained to me that the the inflammation causes the symptoms eventually. So he said the way it works is first the inflammation rises until it hits a critical mass and then the symptoms appear. But he said, we don't want to get you to symptoms. We don't want the inflammation there at all. And so, and he explained to me too, the problem with that kind of inflammation is that it makes the cells turn over at a really fast rate. And when cells are turning over at an accelerated rate like that because of the inflammation, that leaves us susceptible to certain cells that we don't want. I don't want to say the C word, um, but it does it does leave someone with colitis vulnerable to developing some bad cells, some cells we don't want to have. And he said, I would rather not treat you for that. So uh, I, I don't want you to get to that point. I want to get your inflammation down. So send me a sample. Send me a sample. We'll do another follow-up and let's see where you are. In the meantime, please start taking your medication again. He said, you can take a low maintenance dose for now. And let's see where you are. So I, I put on my big girl pants. I did the sample. It was, it was awful. There's nothing, there's nothing more humbling than collecting your own stool sample in your bathroom and bringing it to a lab in a little paper bag. So I did it. And my inflammation levels were 741, like off the charts high. So he called me again and said, your inflammation is very, very high. This indicates you will have another flare up if we don't get it down. So he increased my medication. He doubled the dose I was on and he added another medication in the form of an enema. I told you, I warned you, TMI. So I was doing the enemas and the oral medication. He said, we'll test in three months. We'll see where you're at. And of course, I'm doing other things. I'm changing my diet, stripping my diet down, getting things out of my diet that I know increase my inflammation, that I know are problematic. I'm doing things, again, hypnotherapy. I'm doing mindfulness. I'm meditating. I'm eliminating stress. I'm doing all the things, all the things that I know how to do. I was doing everything. I hired a a nutritionist to work with took supplements. I was doing everything that I could find in my wheelhouse to do because I was like, and and the, here's what I, here's, here's what I want to get to. I was doing everything. I was attacking it like a problem that needed to be solved. You know, this is my body. I got to fix it. I've got to fix it. I need to fix this. I need to heal. I have to heal this. And I've now come to a new level of understanding of healing, at least for my body, that that is not the approach to healing. So I was doing all the things and getting increasingly frustrated because I was starting to feel worse and worse. Doing all the things. I cut down on how much work I'm doing each day. I made sure I was resting. I'm sleeping. I'm 
eating well, I'm napping, I'm like, I'm doing the things and getting increasingly frustrated as I'm seeing symptoms get worse and worse, inflammation coming back up into my body, joint pains, exhaustion, things were definitely changing. And then the full-blown colitis flare-up started. And I had another session, another phone session with my gastroenterologist. And I said, yeah, I'm fully experiencing symptoms now. He said, we're really not surprised. Your inflammation's still too high. And then he talked to me about some new therapies, some new treatments, which I'm in the process of doing and starting. So that's where I'm at. But what's really important is a couple of weeks ago, I got to a place where I just completely broke down. Like, I just, I hit my limit. I broke down one night feeling, well, I've broken down several nights over this, but there was one night in particular where I just completely broke down in frustration, in pain, out of hurt, feeling betrayed by my body, feeling betrayed by my everything I've believed, feeling betrayed by my own trainings, feeling like a fraud because I've told people my story for years about how I use these techniques and my body healed. And, you know, during all of this, I had this great conversation with a friend of mine who's also an NLP trainer and his name's Mark. And I said to him, I said, Mark, I fully believed that I healed my body and now I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. I don't know what's true anymore. I thought I healed my body and apparently I was just deluded. And Mark said to me something that I'm so grateful for. He said, Terry, you did heal your body. You did. And now you're somewhere else. You did heal and you will heal again. And I needed that. I needed that. But here I was, you know, weeks after that several weeks after that, having this breakdown, this very human experience moment of breaking down by myself. I was home alone and I just broke down in tears and frustration, feeling like a failure, like a fraud, like I've been betrayed by my body, by the medical system, by my systems, by the alternative health system, that nothing is working, that nothing is is happening and why can't I heal? I've healed my body before. I've healed it many times from different things. Why am I not healing? Why am I not healing? Why am I not healing? And that voice came to me. The voice of inspiration, the voice that comes when we need it. And this thought came through the voice. And the thought was, the thought was, you're not healing because it's not time to heal. You haven't gotten what you need to get from this illness yet. And when you get it, you'll heal. And I sat with it. And I let those words play over and over in my mind. You're not healing because it's not time to heal yet. You haven't gotten what you need to get from this illness. And when you get it, you'll heal. 
And those words repeated over and over to me. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? That it's not time. That I haven't gotten what I need. And suddenly everything started to become so clear to me. So clear that I did heal my body. Now, seven years later, almost eight years later now, I'm at a new level of understanding. My consciousness has evolved. I've peeled back new layers of the onion, and now it's time to heal in a much deeper way, that the opportunity for me is to heal in a much deeper way than I did before. I used to think that healing was kind of one and done. You heal, you move on. Something happens, you heal, you move on. It's not, it's not that way at all. It's, you know, I've always envisioned time when I do timeline therapy and I, I see my timeline. It's always been a spiral for me. And I've always had this idea of time being the spiral that we're continually moving up. And every time we pass over the spiral, so the same spot, there's the imprint of everything that came before it on that spiral. And I've had that perception of time since I can remember, since I was a young child. I remember seeing time in that way as a spiral and that we're constantly passing over the same stuff, but at a higher level of understanding and awareness. And so I realized in this experience that healing is much the same way, that it's this spiral. And I've arrived at this point again so that I have the opportunity to heal in a much deeper and more meaningful way. Before, the old version of me, the previous version of me, would heal something by attacking at it. And it worked then, but it's not going to work this time. This time, the healing is about allowing the symptoms to present themselves. Not, not wallowing in them, not giving control to them, but just allowing the expression of this illness in my body to do what it's here to do. And it's been a, a massive mindset shift for me to just simply allow it to be, to not have to do anything. And, and I mean by doing anything, like it's not a fighting through it. I'm still doing things to support my body. I'm still resting. I'm meditating. I'm sleeping. I'm eating the right things. I'm being very gentle with my body and and I'm, I'm doing the medications and I'm taking supplements and I'm doing all the things still, but with a different intention. I think that's the key here. The intention is different. The intention is no longer to make my body heal. The intention is to allow my body this physical expression of what needs to be expressed. And I believe now that these symptoms are an expression of something very deep that needs to come out. And this is how I'm healing. I'm healing through the symptoms, not by suppressing symptoms, but I'm healing through the symptoms, that the symptoms are here for my greater purpose, my well-being, and to allow my body, my body, my soul, my mind to heal in a very deep, profound way. You know, and I, I had this realization 
many years ago, also about eight years ago, almost eight years ago. Uh, it was a big time for me. I healed my body and lost my dad and found a new career. Launched this podcast all eight years ago. That was a big time in my life. Major transitional point. And I remember when I was grieving for my dad, the loss of my dad, I found gifts in that grief. And that was a paradigm shift for me, realizing that there's always a gift. That nothing is taken without something else being given. But we have to look for it. We have choice in this, you see. We can we can see all the bad things that are happening. We can wallow in self-pity. Or we can recognize that even in the darkest moments, there is a gift. And there is something in it for us. We are always supported. Even in the times that we don't feel supported, we are always being supported. So I'm realizing that during this experience that I'm having, even though the human part of it sucks, I will not deny that. I won't sugarcoat it. It sucks. There's days where I've been in so much pain and agony, I can barely get out of bed. And yet, I know it's still happening for me. This isn't happening to me. It's happening for me. Life doesn't happen to you. It's happening for you. I shared something about this on my Instagram page the other day. And and I got some resistance and I fully expected that. And what I shared on Instagram was that, well, here, you know what? I'm just going to bring it up and read it to you because otherwise I'll be trying to remember what I said and and uh, I'll just mess it up. So I said on this Instagram carousel, I said, what if the thing that's happening to you right now is exactly what you've been asking for? What if when you stop resisting having the experience that you're having, that you find yourself exactly where you want to be? What if it's all happening for you? And I was met with some resistance, which is fine. I get that. Um, I had some people message me privately about it, wanting, you know, nothing confronting or, or, you know, no one was really hurt by it, but people wanting more understanding of what I was talking about, or people saying, you know, I'm really struggling to, to accept that. And I get it because I've also struggled to accept things in my life when I didn't like them. So I wanted to share that though, because those, those were the thoughts that were coming out of my head. That's what, those are the questions I was asking. What if this is happening for me? What if everything I've been asking for in my life is being presented to me through this illness? Because through this illness, I have revamped a lot of things in my business and the way I was doing things that I was hanging on to things that were no longer working that I I didn't feel ready to let go of. Well, now I need to let them go. I was still hanging on to bits of identity that no longer served me. Well, this illness gave me the way to let it go. And I think through this, I think the big lesson, and I don't know yet because I'm still in it, but the big lesson that I think is here for me is letting go of control. I realized I was trying to control my healing. I was trying to control it with like a tight grip on it. Like, oh, you are going to heal. Um, (laughs) You know, I'm realizing now how ridiculous that is. How, first of all, how arrogant it is that I would think that I had that kind of control, but also the, that energy of trying to control something is the exact opposite of allowing something to heal. 
I think that when we allow healing to happen, when we allow things to be, instead of fighting it, when we meet ourselves with love and compassion, instead of trying to control things, that's, that's where healing can really happen. That's where we really begin to heal something. So this is where I'm at right now. And, and I've been really contemplating and meditating on these ideas. And I feel like I'm in a good place with it. And it, it does not surprise me that just in this last week, my symptoms have immensely settled down. I mean, I'm also on a round of prednisone steroids right now, so that helps too. I mean, I think it's like partly this new perspective. I think I'm responding well to the medication because my mind is in a different place. Uh, there are certainly times in my life, and by the way, I am not saying any of this to tell you that you should take medication or you should take prednisone. I I made I make choices for my body and that's it. I can't make choices for you. So any of you listening to this, if you're like, you should never take prednisone or I would never take that medication because it has some pretty awful side effects. Um, if that's your experience, that's your experience. My experience is my experience and I'm only sharing my experience and I want to be as transparent as I possibly can with my experience. So I have started a, an eight week round of prednisone a week ago. I was reluctant to do it. My doctor gave me the prescription and he said, I just want you to have the prescription. You do not have to take it. Part of it is because I'm going to be going on to this biologic medication over the next couple of weeks. And part of the criteria for this medication is doing a round of prednisone. So my doctor said at the time he prescribed it, my symptoms weren't severe enough that he was, you know, that he felt I, it was, he didn't feel it was necessary to start the prednisone right away. So he said, I need to write this prescription. You need to fill the prescription if you want to, just to fulfill the requirements. But he said, if you want to hold off on taking it, that is well within your choice to do that because it does have a lot of side effects. So I chose a week ago to start it because I was at the point where I was in so much agonizing pain. Like imagine every joint in your body inflamed and in pain and I was struggling to walk my dogs. I was struggling to to work. I couldn't sit at my desk for more than like an hour without being in crippling, agonizing pain and to need to lie down. And the mental exhaustion of it, of being in that kind of pain all day, every day was just, it was beating me up. So I decided I was going to start it. So I started it a week ago. And I, it's a medication. I've taken it before for colitis. I always say it's a it's a love-hate relationship. I love what it can do, how quickly it can it can manage symptoms and bring down inflammation. I'm fairly certain, well I know that it has saved my life many times. And at the same time, it comes with a lot of side effects that are not so pleasant. However, in this week, all the side effects I've experienced have been really positive side effects. And I think that's because of where my mind is at, that my thinking about the medication has been different. In the past, I dwelled on all the negatives of what was going to happen, the water retention, the weight gain, the like, the acne, bloating, all the things that I didn't want. This time, my intention in taking the medication was different. I feel like my pendulum has swung in so many extremes. I used to be, when I was first diagnosed, I mean, I was a child, 
I did everything the doctor said, and I was 100% Western medicine, allopathic interventions. And then as I got a bit older and started uh, started trying more alternative healings, I my pendulum swung the other direction where I rejected anything that was Western medicine or allopathic in nature. And everything was done through naturopaths, uh, naturopaths, acupuncture, holistic treatments, homeopathic treatments. And now I feel like I've found my center where it's not, it's no longer an either or approach for me. I'm not all allopathic. I'm not all alternative healing. I think true holistic healing is when we do whatever is available for healing. And I believe that And again, I'm speaking from my experience and my beliefs. So if these are not your beliefs, then they're not your beliefs. And that's okay too. But I believe for me that it's my intention in taking the medication that makes a difference in how my body assimilates it. That the intention in taking this medication this time is that I was very open to it. That I recognize that this medication has done a lot of good for me in the past And I decided to receive that in my body in a much different way than I have before. And I'll tell you, I have had so much energy this week. I've gotten much more done than I have in months because I've actually had energy to do it. And it was within a day, within a day, my pain was gone. I mean, that was, that was amazing to me. Um, So I've been walking and I've been walking my dogs and I've been like, up to 10k a day. Um, I wasn't able to do that a week ago, but I've been walking, I've been getting my house in order and organized and cleaning and getting projects done I've wanted to do. I've been working again. Not that I ever fully stopped, but I'd slowed down, but I've been upping my work level a bit. And because I feel like it, not because I feel I have to, but because I feel the energy of wanting to do it. Um, My skin looks amazing right now, by the way. You know, in the past, I always got acne from prednisone. And this time, my skin is like glowy and healthy and like porcelain. So I'm feeling great. The brain fog went away. All of a sudden, I could think clearly again. I feel like I'm firing on all cylinders. And again, I'm going to say this again. This is not an ad for prednisone. I'm not advocating that people take medications. I'm just telling you what my experience has been for anyone who's going through a similar experience so that maybe you feel like you're not alone. And for transparency's sake, because I have leaned on my story so much in the past, because that really was the driving factor of why I got into my business. And now my story has changed. And so I feel like I need to share how my story has changed, because I want to be fully transparent. And I never want anyone to say, you said you healed your body and you did this. And now look at you, you're sick again. I never want to hear that. So I'm just going to be open and, and own my story and my journey and where I am, because I believe that well, I know that I'm here to help people and I know that I'm here to help people in a very specific way. And the way I do that is through sharing my stories and through communicating with my voice. So that's what I'm doing. So anyway, so I've had this incredible week of healing and transformation. And it doesn't mean that I'm not doing the nutrition and the supplements and the mindfulness and and all the other things. It means that I'm looking at it in a truly holistic way that this isn't an either or approach. We don't have to choose column A or column B as a way to heal. We can do all the things and we can do all the things that make sense to us because you really, at the end of the day, need to listen to yourself and what does feel right. 
And when I started to really think about what does this medication mean to me? What is it to me? What does it represent to me? And I thought, well, it's going to break down into molecules in my body. It's going to break down into chemicals and molecules. The same way my nutrition does, the same way my supplements do, the same way my thoughts do, everything I ingest, everything through food, through supplementation, through medication, through, you know, through reading, through mindfulness, everything that comes in through my input channels is being assimilated into the cells of my body. And what I believe about those tools that I'm using is going to make a difference on how it's assimilated. And I really believe that our bodies have this incredible wisdom and intelligence that goes far beyond eat this, not that. Or, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people posting lately about, and I'm probably seeing it because this is what's on my mind. So it's standing out to me. But what I'm seeing a lot of is people are posting and they talk about, you know, you're either eating for, for health or for disease. You're supporting healing or disease. It is not that black and white. It is really not that cut and dry. That is not how it works. So we're taking, or I'm taking, this medication that's being broken down all the way down into energy in my body. And my intention with that energy, what I'm doing with it, my thoughts, my beliefs about it are going to change how it affects my body. That's what I believe. So my way of approaching healing now has changed. The way I'm dealing with this illness has changed. And I feel like so far anyway, it could change. I could, there's probably more lessons for me to learn. But so far, the biggest lesson for me has been really just letting go of control. I don't have to control the process. I can simply allow it to unfold and know, and this was the other inspired thought that I had just the other day, uh, that voice dropped into my mind again and said, everything heals. Everything heals. So that's where I am. And I'm trusting, I'm allowing my body to express itself through these symptoms. I'm allowing this illness to teach me what it's here to teach me. I'm trusting that it is for my greatest benefit, my highest good, my overall purpose in life. And I'm curious about what's going to be on the other side of it. If you are also on a healing journey, I hope this has been helpful to hear. Uh, if you if you need any support or you just want to talk to someone about it, feel free to reach out to me because I'm now very fascinated to hear of other people's experiences and, and what you've gone through. And again, I just really want to stress that I believe that life is happening for us, not to us. And whatever you're going through, there is always something good. Nothing is all bad. Nothing is all good. Each has attributes of the other. So whatever you're going through, and and sometimes in these human experiences, things are really shitty. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This is not about toxic positivity. Sometimes things really are shitty there's still a gift in it for you. There's still something in it for your overall purpose. And that's something I think I want to talk about in the next episode is what is our overall purpose here? Uh, 
just because I don't want this episode to become too long and that'll take me on a whole other tangent. So listen in for that one. Stay tuned for that episode. But we're going to we're going to dive back into purpose, but not just what is your life's purpose, but what is the purpose of your soul? So we'll talk about that on the next episode. But for now, I just want to leave you with this. Life is happening for you, not to you. And I hope that you have an amazing, amazing day. Bye for now.